What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex Pete. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. Oh, I just feel like a sigh of relief. Um, there's been a lot going on um, in the media. Bitch, stop dancing. <laughs> there's been a lot going on, you know, between the coronavirus, between the police brutality and everything going on. So, you know, we took a week off last week and we were really debating on going back and forth with having a re- regular episode today. So we just decided to have a regular episode just because we want to get happy again. Although mm-hmm. we're still in the process of you know protesting and donating and doing what we're supposed to do right but i feel like y'all just need some comedic relief yeah so we back. We here for. yeah we back on a lighter note um so this is gonna be a regular episode today but thank y'all so much for everybody last week tuning in i know y'all want can't come here for the jokes but you know you gotta stand for something i fall for anything period Amen. so what's been up this past week what's up girl Ooh! <laughs> Go ahead. I've had a little bit of drama. Uh huh. But you know. Well, um, I, I know you're not gonna talk about it, but we can talk <laughs> about the other drama that you got going on. Um, I just there. Drea got this friend, y'all, who just don't like me, and she will not shut the fuck <laughs> up about me, and I can't stand her. Like, bitch. On a, on another note, she don't really like Kiki neither. She don't like. <laughs> and she's so fucking weird. Let me tell y'all something. I don't and ever. she's not my friend. I wish you would stop saying that. I literally hadn't even talked to her in a month and a half. This was the first time I talked to her. Well, and Kiki over there rolling her eyes. But I was at Kiki's house. And we just talked. Yeah, I just feel like, let me tell y'all something. For anybody that has a friend out there, like say you're friends with somebody. And you don't like another person that they're hanging out with. But guess what? We're grown. If Drea has a friend that I don't like, I'm not about to sit on the phone and call Drea and be like, why are you hanging out with LaTanya? You know I can't stand that bitch. LaTanya. You know I like to make up a character <laughs> name. So, yeah. So, ladies and men, if, you, if your friend is friends with somebody that you don't like, and it's not that you don't like them for a reason. You just don't like them just because. Maybe they're better than you. Maybe they're younger than you. Maybe they just have more personality than you. Maybe they have more things going on in their life than you. But whatever those issues that you have, keep them to yourself and keep it cute, okay? Well, I think one of the great things about me is that people around me know that they can't influence me to not be cool with people. Of course. So it's kind of like she be talking to a brick wall. Talking to a brick wall. And, and I then, think she knows And that. then you get off the phone and we laugh at that hoe. So, you know, it is what it is. Oh. <laughs> see? So. See? Now you being messy. Because well, you going to come listen to the episode and be like, oh. They be laughing at me. Well, honestly, I feel like I I've mean, never had a problem with her. I've never had anything to say about her until so she was just coming out the woodworks. But she needs to realize that y'all became friends in a time where me and you weren't that cool. And shit happens, and people get over it. Drea's over it, so bitch, you need to get over it, too. Yeah. I'm not worried about you, so I have no idea why you're worried about me. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's the drama going on in Drea's life, in that case y'all is, wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> that is the drama going on in my life. Um, so what's been going on in your life? Um, honestly, it's been kind of like slow. Nothing's really been going on. Me and Throwback Bay really don't talk no more. We cool. We decided just to be friends. 
We don't. This like the seventh time you don't say this. No, but show. no, this is real this time. Like I think we're really, really done. Mm. But Rapper Bay is back. <laughs> he came back swinging, bitch. Oh my god, he is back with a vengeance. Like he, is. he like, I'm getting my bitch back. Yeah, he was like, nah, I'm tired of my bitch out here and popping that p- popping that pussy. He is tired of he it. Is. So no, Rapper Bay has come back and he's being like. I'll show Drea the text messages so she sees how good he's been being. He's been being such a gentleman. Such a gentleman. So, yeah, we're, we're going to see where that goes. I'm going to be hanging out with him a little bit this week. Um, Are you excited? You know, this is somebody I've been dealing with on and off for four years. Right. I know. For some reason, I'm nervous to see him. I've planned out... Like, a whole, like, date thing for us. But I told you, it be like that sometimes when you haven't talked to somebody in a long time. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's like you be nervous to be around them as not if you that don't I'm, know them. Not that I'm nervous, because every time we hang out or do anything, he plans everything. He takes care of everything. This is the first time, like, I feel like I, I guess I'm kind of taking a man on a date. Like, I planned out everything. Like, we going to go walk the belt line. I booked mm. us an escape room. You planned for I pl- girl, well, I'm probably not. Gonna, I'm not paying when we go to dinner because I know he's not gonna let me. <laughs> but I already, I already booked. Yeah, I already booked the escape room. I bought us tickets to go to the uh, botanical garden. So it's like that stuff I already paid for. Mm. So like I'm actually kind of nervous. Like I think it's gonna be cute and fun. Like we got a little hotel, so we gonna be in the hotel. You know, it's I definitely be- think it's gonna be cute. I'm super excited to hear about it after. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like. You know how my dating life is. One week I'll be talking about this bay. Next week I'm talking about this bay. Y'all just gonna have to keep up at this point, okay? <laughs> One week I'm talking about no bay. I'm Next dead. Week I'm talking about no bay. No, never. Somebody didn't somebody say that on our YouTube video or something like that. Oh, it was on Twitter. Yeah. When they had retweeted it, was like you'll hear about it on Poor Minds, and then I was like, I don't really be saying that. She's talking about exactly, never saying anything. <laughs> you motherfucking right. Well, y'all know I don't mind sharing my business. And all the tea because I don't give a fuck. Y'all too nosy for me. So we're gonna go ahead and get into these topics today. So of course, y'all know we have to address everything that everybody was talking about today. Um, let me just give y'all a rundown. Basically, B Simone said something on the lines of she doesn't want to date a man that has a nine to five. I saw that. She I wants to the, date somebody who is an entrepreneur, somebody who has their own business, and that's it. If you don't, if you're not an entrepreneur, you don't have your own business. She's not fucking with you. So, what do you think about that? Because we have we've had conversations about nine to five men versus like you know entrepreneurs and stuff like that, and hustlers and all mm-hmm. that. So, but how do you feel about saying I don't like the mentality of a person who has a nine to five? I'm only dating entrepreneurs. I think that was kind of stupid a little bit because just because somebody work a nine to five don't mean they don't have a hustler mentality. Right. So that's why I disagree with it. Thank Mainly you. Mainly. Because you. I just feel like, bitch, what you mean? Like some people just, I mean, some people got to pay their bills. Like, and a lot of they people. They got to do what they got to do. So it's just, well, not some people, all people, we all got bills to pay and shit like right. that. But a lot of people are not in positions to where they could just up and leave their job and just solely be an entrepreneur. And I feel like of all things, that's what makes, and what makes it even more ignorant 
to me that she would say that is being that you was homeless before mm -hmm. and you talk about that all the time as a part of your brand right so being somebody who was homeless chasing your dream to be honest you wasn't in a position to quit your job right you should have probably kept it right for exactly. a little while longer. i agree i agree so it's just kind of like that's ignorant to say that about a whole group of people not having your preference on who you prefer to date like if you just feel like you would rather date a man who is a, a ceo or runs his own company or whatever nothing is wrong with having your preference but to try to say that a whole group of people don't have a mindset, don't have a mindset to be a hustler that sound like some dumb well i feel like to me you have to realize all these people that are entrepreneurs and do have their own businesses how do you think they funded their dreams to get to where they are first of all money don't just pop out the ground well, that ain't true some of them was what dabbing in some illegal well yeah of course stuff. but just, i'm saying you know. a lot of, a lot of people though a lot of people weren't hustlers yeah. like, as far as dealing drugs and stripping yeah. or doing whatever a lot of people work their nine to five and they use that to fund whatever business they yeah. have and then they were allowed to quit their job mm -hmm. so i just think to say that people who work a nine to five a lot of people don't want to be entrepreneurs first of all being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. So let's just say that. And just because you don't want to be an entrepreneur doesn't mean you're necessarily not making money. Because I know a right, lot of people that, that make it nine to five, that travel the world, do what the fuck they want to do. Yeah. They, they've been working with, for their company for so long, they make their own schedule. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are you talking about, that freedom to get up and go? It's a lot of niggas. When I say nine to five, I don't necessarily mean like going when going and clocking in mm -hmm. when i think of nine to five i think you just have a corporate job you have somebody you have to check into you have a boss somebody over you you know what i'm saying so at uh, the end yeah. of the, so at the end of the day there's a lot of people who have nine to five who probably making just as much money as you i mean do you not work for nick cannon yourself you know what i'm saying like you everybody has to answer to somebody you have to start from somewhere so I just feel like yeah. I hate this mentality that everybody has now that it's like, since when is having a job a bad thing? Nobody wants to say they have a job. Nobody wants to say they have a nine to five. Why is it so bad to support yourself? I don't feel like it's bad. And I feel like as much as like on the show, I talk about like, you know what I mean? Me working a nine to five job and having like a few different corporate jobs at one point when I first graduated from, from college and stuff like, but I just realized that it wasn't for me. Um, but if I had to go get one again, I would probably go get one. If right. I actually was in a position to where it's like, I literally don't know what I ha what I could do. I don't have no other options and I need to go work again. Like it's not no shame in making an honest living. And what people don't and even, to me, it's, to me it's more so weird that some people would rather be struggle. broke yeah. and be broke just it's, to say they're not clocking right, in nowhere. Are you crazy? More, yes. And that's, what's more so weird to me kind of veering off and getting into another topic. But I think that that's strange. People who feel like they too good to work a job. Job, but then you broke and you don't be having that's, no money. You know what? That's why I need to go get my nine to five back because that's why my dirty ass got $3 right now, god damn it. Well, you said you had $3 when you were still working. Well, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm having three dollars for a loan. <laughs> you, you I need a, I need a raise, bitch. You just need a raise. That's what you need. <laughs> well, I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like everybody's mentality on working needs to change. Everybody's looking on Instagram. I promise you, your favorite Instagrammer, your favorite comedian, your favorite rapper, they are not rolling in the dough like you think they are. Yeah. I promise you that. A lot of these people not even touching six figures like that. I swear to you. A lot of these people. <laughs> some of them not even touching five. Barely touching. Some people got $3 just like me, sis. I'm just the only real bitch admitting it. Oh it's God. one real bitch in these streets and it's Lex P. <laughs> Baby, they is not making money like that. I can tell you right That's now. Facts, so it's a lot of people who really not getting money like that. Like y'all gotta stop being fooled by the stuff that y'all be seeing on Instagram. It's for real. not what it's not what it is. And a lot of times, of course, when you start these businesses, you're not even gonna see the turnaround to get yeah. that money in your pocket until six months to a year right and that's if your shit is doing well so it's like everybody needs to get off their fucking high horse and get out of la la land now as far as her saying that's what she wants for a man that's cool girl date what you want i'm just saying as far as saying a nine to fiver doesn't have that mentality they absolutely do oh right right yeah i'm not going against how she feels as far as like her preference in men that she wants to date because everybody's entitled to having a preference right right but i just thought that it was stupid for her to say like that people that work nine to fives don't be having a hook like i wouldn't date one because i just feel like they don't be having a hustler mentality it's plenty of niggas who work a nine to five they got hustler mentality yeah and like one of my bdbs had a nine to five and he took me to paris and we had a grand all the time oh yeah he definitely had a nine to five definitely making six figures a year and definitely was doing whatever i wanted him to do and we right. had a great relationship what the fuck i look like turning down a nigga that's making $300,000 a year and I got $3. And a dumb fool, a plump idiot. You would look you, stupid. I would look stupid as fuck. Yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like everybody has their preference. Everybody has what they want. There's certain things that I don't want. There's certain things that I do want. But I'm not about to sit up here and be like, oh, he has a nine to five and he making $300,000 a year. He got 297997 or no, whatever the number is, 299997 $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $299, $
I will say at the same time, I don't like when people get on these platforms and say, well, I don't need social media, but social media is what made you. She said that. Yeah. She was like, I don't need, I don't need this shit. Like I have, you know, I've manifested this. God is my plan. And I totally agree with that. But you can't turn your back on the people who built you up to have your million dollars. These are the people who found you on Instagram, who found you on Twitter and support you and give you those nine to five dollars. They go and work they nine to five, taking their checks. So they could buy your car. And buying your lip gloss and buying your book. So it's like before you get on your platform and disrespect these people who are giving you your hard earned money, you just need to think twice about the things you say. Yeah, I agree. Because I do like her too. Like I think, you know, she funny and stuff. I like her hustle. Yeah, I mean, that's nothing. I mean, it's nothing hate on. I just do. I would hate to see. Her just getting canceled for putting her foot in her mouth. Because it seems like just a lot of celebrities have been putting their foot in the mouth. They foot in their mouth a lot lately. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, we just want the girls and the boys to tread lightly. But shout out to Tory Lanez. I feel like Tory Lanez is the only person that's been doing what he's supposed to do and using his platform correctly. And Jackie Aina. Shout out to them. Tory Lane. Yeah, because he was like basically saying he was like, I guess nobody told my dog is a uh, B Simone. It's a lot of people out here with a nine to five that's making more money than your favorite rappers. Like, mm. and that shit is real. He checked uh Shikana for crying over Gucci. Like he's doing he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's we informed. not gonna even talk about Shikana is. I mean, she's just said a lot of problematic things. You gotta but you have to understand anybody that takes up for Bill Cosby is a complete and total batshit crazy. So I take the things that she says very lightly. Yes, yeah, same. So that's how we feel about dating a nine to five. So if you got a nine to five, don't worry. Lex P still going to give you some pussy and that's on period. Mm-hmm. What about you? All right. So I wanted to talk about this as well. Oh, this drink is delicious. You know what? You a hoe. <laughs> you are such a whore. Okay. So I wanted to talk about celebrities that have OnlyFans accounts and celebrities that have YouTube channels and how I feel about it and how you feel about it. And I'm going to just go ahead and go first. <laughs> Cause I got a lot to say. I am dead. Sorry y'all. We usually, I stopped drinking on the show, but this vodka got me a little tipsy. So yeah, um, I feel that YouTube was created For us to have an outlet, your average everyday person, we can't get on MTV. We can't get on VH1. We can't get on BET. We can, but it's not easily accessible to us. What's easier is for us to go buy a camera, get start filming our own content, edit it, shoot it, come up with it, and give it to the masses through YouTube. I felt like that's what YouTube was for. And now these motherfuckers, all these celebrities get these platforms. They are, you already have five, 10 million followers on Instagram. Now you got Now they all taking over fucking YouTube. Regular people cannot have fucking shit. Cause you know, I already think celebrities are real narcissistic people as it is. So not only do we have to turn on the TV and see your face on MTV, BET, ABC, ABD, DCF, and all these motherfucking channels, but now I gotta turn it to Y-O-U-T-U-B-E and see your face on there too. Can a bitch have something? How the fuck am I supposed to compete with Drake sitting with his baby on his lap? I can't compete with that if that gets loaded on YouTube. If that shit get loaded on YouTube the same day as fucking Poor Minds, Poor Minds getting two views, bitch. Two. 
Now you're being dramatic. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just don't understand why they have. They done took over OnlyFans. Now Black China popping that pussy on OnlyFans. Erica Mena sucking Safari dick on OnlyFans. What the she fuck? Is? Well, that's what I heard. Well, I, I know he was beating that dick off on OnlyFans, and I seen it. Oh. I'm not saying if I paid for the subscription or not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope not, because you only got $3. Well, I'll use my these last $3. Yes, but I don't know. It's going to sound bad, but honestly, I don't really have a problem with it. Nor do I just care like that. Because I feel like I'm just all about people getting their money. Like, getting it in at any means getting it however you can get it it's like who fucking cares so bitch you mean to tell me if you got on BET just because you on BET and you making a salary if you see another opportunity to make some extra money doing something else because you see a lot of other people capitalizing off of it, you mean to tell me that just because you making this large lump sum of money from a sitcom or from a reality show or whatever you still not gonna no. try your hand at OnlyFans or try your hand at a YouTube channel when you know especially you already have a large fan base so you know that you already have people who are going to most definitely buy. No, I and spend their money. I with hear you. what you're saying, but you know, so you can't, no, no, no. Listen though, because these companies, they, there are full production companies that have just have YouTube channels, full production companies. But instead of seeking out new talent, like oh, coming and pick up poor minds or oh, going to pick up cocktails, they like fuck it. Let's get Adrian Ballon to talk. She already got a talk show. Let's get her to talk some more. We're missing out on opportunities. But that's we can't, not their problem, no, it's no. Not, I'm not saying it's their problem, but I'm like, damn, bitch, because guess what? I could come up with a platform tomorrow. That's for up-and-coming podcasters to have mm-hmm. a platform to come. And guess who's going to come over here? Uh, Oprah. Hey, girl, let me have a podcast. Uh, here come Gail. Hey, girl, let me. I got something to say. Why? Y'all got you got your own fucking channel. I'm not saying that it's I'm not saying that it's not fucked up, sis. I'm not saying that it's not fucked up, but all I'm saying is I get it though. You can't be upset with them for doing that because I'm not gonna lie, if I was a celebrity or if I was somebody who already had a super large platform, I would not create a OnlyFans or create other things if that's what I wanted to do. No, I to make hear more you. money. I would not do it just because I'm like, well damn, I already am making hella fucking money. And they ain't making no money. So let me just not create this. Well, no, I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I do feel because like. Because whether I created something or not, who's to say that people will still go subscribe to your shit? Hey, they have, <laughs> though. They have, though. They have, well, though. I'm not talking about us specifically, but I'm just saying, who's to say that even if this these celebrities weren't creating these things, it's a lot of people who only fans and shit would still be struggling. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Somebody just don't want to. But I feel like I feel like it's just it's more than that. Why the fuck is Safari making an OnlyFans? Why not? I just want to know why not. You want to know why, and I want to know why not. Because it's it's for attention. It's an attention thing. They want to be talked about. Clearly, they want attention and they want to be talked about. They're celebrities. Fucking lames. Leave something for us. That's all I'm trying to say. Y'all got to take over everything. I can't side with you with that because I feel like when you get to that point, which I know we're going to get to that point at one point, and I feel like when we get to that point, you're going to want your hand in every bag. And now, I know damn sure I am. No, I am too, but you know what? But what have I always told you I wanted to do? Whenever I get my platform, I'm definitely getting into producing, but I'm not going to fucking um, 
you know, fucking Lil Uzi and Young Thug and getting them to say, no, I'm going to these up and coming people. I'm going to start a platform and make sure I use my platform to help other people that's trying to come up. I'm not about to put no more pop money in Oprah's pocket or no fucking white person pocket. I'm not doing that. Why? When I could put other people on. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's his name? Who who signed Justin Bieber? Uh, Usher, Usher. was it Usher? Usher. That's I what, don't think he. Well, I don't know about signing well, him, but he found him, him or something yeah. like that. So that's what I rather do. I rather discover the next two podcasters that's gonna be funny as fuck and get a check off <laughs> well, of them for I the rest you was of my about life. To say the next two pod. <laughs> well, I can find that too. You know, I got a tight ear for music. You do all see. eyes on me. Dinner, dinner, dinner. So yeah, I'm not hating on celebrities. I just feel like y'all just y'all y'all do a lot. Y'all do a lot, and y'all can use y'all's platform to. And I'm, and the reason I guess I get upset is because I look at a lot of these celebrities and a lot of these YouTubers and stuff, and a lot of them are stealing content from these smaller content creators as I well. I agree with that. So now a lot that of part, a lot of times we can discuss. Uh, a lot of times I done seen some shit. Where I know that people don't listen to our podcast and they getting little ideas and looking at us and taking little shit and yeah. don't want to be like, you know what? Let me see if I can have them on my platform, not just listening to our shit and stealing from us. Right. And that's what the thing is. You know what I'm saying? You see somebody doing something, a, a smaller creator making something on, on YouTube, mm-hmm. but instead of you reaching out to them and maybe collaborating, you're taking that to your production company and you're sitting in your million dollar house and copying off their whole video but doing it better because you have the funds. Right. I guess that's so where my problem comes from. There's there's no help for the little people. Y'all just stealing their shit and making money and making millions off of it instead of helping people. Yeah. So that's what I said. I know whenever I get to where I want to be, Big Mama got all y'all and that's on period. I know that's right, Queen. You better stand for the little people. I am, because I'm tired. When I get these $6, my $3 going to be $3 million. And when I get my $3 million, I got y'all. All the poor girls and all the poor boys that's been holding it down. Oh, and I hope y'all hold her to these. Don't forget to send her y'all cash app request. Oh, I didn't say cash app. I said we're going to work something out. <laughs> internship. <laughs> you want to be on set. Uh, internship. They not getting paid. That, but I'm showing you the rooms, bitch. <laughs> bitch, you know what what do you want? You want talking all that shit. You, but when I have employees, I'm going to hire creators. We going to need when we go on tour. Everybody hire creators. Uh, No, they hire people that's already been in the industry or somebody nephew or somebody that's brother. That's true always. It's all about who you know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I can't walk into a building and be like, hey, y'all, I know Dre and Nicole with threes. They're going to be like, You huh? sure okay? But, what but I'm, that don't mean but that yeah. you can't say you know other people but that I'm, you know. But I'm saying, but if somebody walking in and be like, yeah, I'm Oprah Winfrey nephew, they're going to be like, oh, we're going to hire him. You see what I'm saying? It's all about who you they know. They might hire you too, though, because you know, you know people. Who I know? I don't want to say no names, but you uh, know people. Okay, I'm going to say, I know Kiki from Cocktails. <laughs> And that's on period. <laughs> well, okay. we do know Kiki. We're going to have to start using her. We're going to have to start using her name I for, am for leverage. <laughs> I know. Like like I said, I don't mean to talk down. I don't mean to be hateful and, you know, mean. But like I just said, I just feel like a lot of people, especially on these platforms such as YouTube, SoundCloud, and all these things that were made for the average con- the, uh, creator, mm-hmm. it, it was meant for us. But celebrities, when they use these platforms, they should do a better job at, you know, trying to help the little people. Yeah. So um, before we move on to the next topic, I wanted to do the item of the week. Um, so 
There's a little app that we know that's called Current. Y'all know Current is my favorite app because I got $3, but let me tell you the good thing about it. Current gives you a free overdraft up to $100 with no hidden fees, okay, girl? So when you got $3, you really got $103, okay? And another thing is that you get paid two days faster. So if you get paid on Friday, you really gonna get your money on Wednesday, boo-boo, okay? So... Download the current app and use the code Poor Minds. That's P O U R M I N D S. And the good thing is, you can get your card in the mail. You get your card really quickly and you use it just like a regular debit card. You can hook it up to whatever, you know, your light bill, your phone bill. Now, don't put it in y'all baby name because you know how trifling y'all get. Go ahead and put it in your name. You know, people be putting their cards and their bills in their baby name. Don't do that to your oh, child. They do. I'm so glad my mama never did know she liked that to me before. And you can use over 50. 55,000 free ATMs with the current. You can deposit your checks, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. So make sure y'all download the current app. Like I said, go to current.com and enter the promo code POORMINDS mm -hmm. and get yourself hooked up. When I tell y'all this current app is the one, it's the one, okay? All right. So we're going to move on to the next topic. Go ahead. You want me to introduce it? I can introduce it. Okay. So for the next topic... We wanted to talk about moving on. Because, you know, we always talk about how we cool with leaving these niggas alone and leaving these niggas in the dust. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you got to leave these hoes in the dust, too. Right. I cut these bitches off. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to talk about moving on from friendship. Right. Um, so what you got to say, Lexi? What's your, what have been some of your experiences with friendships and having to cut a bitch off? Well, see, for me, I am the total opposite from, I feel like, the average woman with this. Because I feel like the average woman will cut off a bitch for nothing. And then, but they'll keep trying with they nigga. And they'll be like, no, I'm going to give him one more chance. I'm going to give him one more chance. Because a lot of girls be like, oh, fuck that hoe, fuck her. But they, they man cheating on them, not helping them pay no bills, you know, having babies on them. They'll keep forgiving a nigga. But me, I'm opposite. Mm -hmm. A nigga can look at me wrong. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't fuck with him no more. But my friend, like I've had some friends do some really kind of like foul shit to me. And I'll just be like, man, but this is my sister. This is my family. I think I've always said that on the show. I have a very small family. Growing up, it was really only me, my mom, and my sister. Um, I, I don't have a really close-knit family. So when I make a friend, I take my friendships very fucking seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, some of my friends, I've had friends, been friends with for 20 years. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, friendship is really important to me. But I think as I've gotten older... Um, I've realized that you can't take everybody with you. I'm dead. You can't take everybody with you. And I think sometimes, and you know me, you know, I'm very humble. I don't, I'm very naive sometimes when it comes to people. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I think sometimes when I realize that, um, people didn't necessarily want to see me win. They didn't necessarily want to see me, um, do better. They were kind of jealous. I, I hate to say, mm -hmm. um, and that's why I was like, you know what? This is not a progressive relationship. I think I had to realize if you're not bringing anything progressive into my life, if I can't call you after having a bad day and we can just laugh on the phone and you can make me forget about certain things or if you can't give me advice or if you're not doing shit I want to do that you can put me on to, it's like, why are you here? If every time you call me it's about some mess, are you... I mean, there's even friends I've been cool with, like, on the online and on the internet. But every time you send me a DM, you send me a DM of somebody talking shit about me, I don't care. People going to talk about me all the time. Right. I put myself out here to have a platform. So I think I've learned 
that I'm good at cutting these niggas off, but yeah. I'm learning to be better at cutting quote unquote friends off. Cause not everybody is your friend. Yeah. I mean, you know, of all people, not everybody is your friend. I, absolutely know that and I was gonna that's why I was gonna say too um I agree with you about a lot of points that you just made but then when you said that um you feel like most women are like that a lot of the women that I know they really hold on to their friendships and value their friendships a lot Mm -hmm. to the point that like people around them would do fucked up shit to them so where people around them do fucked up shit to them and then they feel like they want to still try to salvage the relationship. Yeah. I feel like me on the other hand, I've kind of always been the opposite. Like it's like people do shit to piss me off, bitch. I don't want to be your friend no more. Mm-hmm. But it be the same thing with these niggas. I don't talk about this before too. It's like, I don't be wanting to fuck with niggas no more. And you always make mm-hmm. me but for real, you, I mean, you can make that. I feel like I have, I have situations where it's like, I went against the grain though. Hell bitch, I went against the grain with you. I can say that about, I'm just being real though. Because typically when me and people be going through shit and I just be like, what the fuck? I'm not really vibing with you. I will just cut you off. Mm-hmm. I actually had a conversation with somebody about this the other day and they were just saying how like, you know, generally they feel like I'm a good person and I'm a I'm a great person, but oh, people who let's aren't relax, let's relax. But people who aren't friends with me anymore, um or maybe some guys that I don't date anymore, or don't talk to anymore, they could understand why I would be the villain in a story mm-hmm. because of how I handle things when it's time to cut people off. Right. It's just kind of like, it just be without warning and it's very cutthroat. So do you feel like it's easier to cut off friends than it is to cut off niggas? I feel like it's equally easy to cut both of them off for me. Hmm. Because it's just kind of like, because once I get to my breaking point with people, it don't matter if you a nigga that I'm fucking on, and it don't matter if you my partner and you my homegirl, and I don't care how much history we don't necessarily have. But like, if I if I don't value the friendship, or I don't, if I don't feel like it's anything beneficial about it as to why we should keep this going and keep trying to remain cool, what do I need to prolong? Like, what do I? What am I stretching it out for? Right. Because I feel like a lot of the time that's people's problem too. People will stretch things out for so long it really don't be no type of benefit to the situation just other than the history that y'all have but i think that's why me and you ended up working our friendship out because we had a business together yeah i felt like that's what kept it together for a long time i felt like if we didn't have that it would have been <laughs> but i feel like i would have <laughs> No, but, but it's, outside it's, not of- that, it's not that we didn't care about each other or anything like that. But I just feel like sometimes when you at a when you're literally at a point with somebody, like for example, people who literally be at a point with a person to where it's like all you do is argue with this person mm-hmm. all the time. That's all y'all do is argue, but it's nothing positive about the relationship. Like they're not beneficial for you in a in a in a spiritual way like they're a mental way, they're not yeah. beneficial they're not being beneficial for you mentally they're not helping you reach your goals right. y'all not working on things together none of the conversations that y'all have are conducive to your growth they're not helping you get closer to god mm-hmm. and just a lot of other things it's like what is the point this relationship is not it's not beneficial in a monetary way because some some relationships are even just only beneficial in a monetary way definitely not me bitch definitely I've not been me. in situations like that so it's just kind of like so what you mean 
to where it was beneficial in a monetary way. Like, like you it's was a lot friends of other with fuck, Friends, fucking with a nigga, to where it was like it was only beneficial at a certain point in time because of financial reasons or financial things that was going uh, on. That's what I'm saying. I've never been, I know it's not me. But all I'm saying is, even sometimes though, even when it comes to that, that starts to become to a point too where you just kind of be like, okay, it's cool because of this situation, but you stressful. So you have a problem with my three dollars, is what you're saying? No, I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, like, I just feel like if a relationship is not beneficial in no type no, of way. No, no, honestly, all jokes aside, but I do agree with you on that. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like yes. Poor minds did hold us together. That's why we were still fucking around. But in my mind, I knew outside of poor minds, I valued our friendship. I missed you. I know there was a lot of times we used to have fun. We used to have deep conversations. Like, I missed that. So, yeah, poor minds is what kept us together. But it was also because I still valued our friendship. And I felt like it got lost in everything. And I swear to God, if you would have cut me off and not cut the other person off, I'd have been pissed off. Cause if I was getting cut off, we both should have got cut off. But nah, you can't say that though. And that's why I think sometimes a lot of the time women do be feeling some type of way about, cause are you talking about a nigga? Hey, I yeah. feel I feel like a lot of the time though that's how women be feeling, but then at the same time, you be also having to understand it don't be the same thing. I mean, yeah, but it just depends what you put your value in, though. I put my value in people that are valuable to me. Right. So you Whether cannot it, say like I, I said, wasn't... for me, it, it, for me, um, in multiple aspects of my life, it's not just necessarily one thing. I do feel like I valued your friendship outside of poor minds that's what made me want to still be friends with you because i did feel like yeah we were going through a really rough patch but i had to look at all of the other and it was certain times where i felt like you weren't being the best friend to me but i had to look at a lot of all of your other qualities and i think sometimes too you have to step outside of yourself and look at people not for the things that they do but who they really are mm -hmm. i feel like you was doing certain stuff to where i felt like you wasn't being a good friend to me but then i also had to look at the place that you was adding your life so it was kind of like how y'all think i was i'm bad now i got three dollars i had negative sixteen dollars then right so it's just kind of like Ooh, how life was so hard then it was and I, Ooh, and, I, and, and to a certain extent i had to realize too that maybe i wasn't just always being the greatest friend to you as well but then a lot of the things that you was doing wasn't personal it was just kind of like damn how i'm gonna really just be a good friend to you when i got all these other shit going on right you know but i still took a step back and i was like you know what i still really fuck with lex like lex is my nigga now it's some other hoes that i was cool with other bitches that i was cool with where it was like bitch you could go right and i'm not gonna lie to y'all i'm definitely the type of person where if i'm tired of your ass we ain't about to have no conversation about yeah. it because I feel like I probably done had a few conversations with you already. Yeah. So once I get to a point to where I don't want you in my life no more, bitch, you gone. It takes a lot for me to cut off friends. A lot. But a do you really feel like that? Lot. But do you feel like in turn that makes people feel like they could take advantage of you? Um, 
Yeah, kind of, sort of. I feel like, but I feel like that's also, I think I do cut niggas off quicker, but I feel like me being like such a open hearted and I joke a lot. Like I t- remember I talked about this the other week, how I felt like a lot of people don't take my feelings serious because I'm so goofy sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes people think men, I date and a lot of my friends, they think they can just talk to me however or treat me how whatever because I don't have feelings. So I think sometimes people take advantage of me as far as people don't check on me. Like it's never Lex. Are you good? What's going on? It's always, Hey girl, I need to vent. I swear to God, I got probably about three text messages in my phone that I've gotten this week of people like, Hey, I need to vent, which I don't have a problem with that, but it's like, whoo, this is a fucking lie. But I told you, I'm always that person that people call. I just made a new friend the other day and it was just like, I'm, and I told you about that. So mm-hmm. it's it's just a lot for me. I'm always that person for people, which I don't mind. But it's like, damn, what what about me and the friendship sometimes? But I feel like sometimes that's me being selfish. You know what I mean? So um, I don't think that that's being selfish at all. I don't feel like that's being selfish at all. I feel like just as much as other people um, feel like they need to vent to you, you need to be able to vent to people right. as well. I just I guess I just feel like um, sometimes. I put I put my role too big in people's lives. I'm like, okay, I can't give up on her because I feel like she needs me. So even though mm. she said this mean shit to me, I'm going to give her a few days to cool off and I'm going to talk to her and we're going to work this out. You know what I'm saying? I'm always making excuses for people, especially my friends. So always making excuses like for my friends. Do you feel like you have any people in your life that you just kind of feel like, I'm cool with them, but then deep down inside, you know that you, they don't deserve to be friends with you. No Honestly, more. now, now I can say no. Okay. But like I, I used to, like I have one girl like me and her, we're not, I won't say we're cooling in because we're not, but we just started following each other on social media again. Mm-hmm. But it was like when I cut her off, it was because I had to. Cause she was on the internet wilding, posting shit. And you know me, I do not play about the internet shit. You know. Right. Cause I'm you, sorry, cause y'all. you, po- Dre, y'all, Dre posted something. Dre posted something about me one time on her trying to like sub tweet me, but it was like an Instagram <laughs> thing. And I got so fucking mad. If you want to piss me off as my friend, just sub tweet me. She got so because mad. Because I do y'all. not, I guess it was triggering for me though. Because I went through something like that when I, with somebody who I thought was my friend. I'm like, damn, you have my number. And sometimes I'm so oblivious. I don't know what's going on. I'm a very vocal person again. Like I'm a vocal person. So when people, I don't, I have to understand that not everybody is vocal like me. So a lot like of times, me. yeah. So a lot of times I'd be thinking, oh shit, everything good, everything gravy. Well, and then I'd be like, oh shit, I didn't even know you was mad at me. Not you. I'm just saying. No, like, no, no. In general. I was just saying. I was saying I wasn't vocal, but I know some of the people on the, the some of the listeners is kind of well, pretty much all the listeners. They like you, not vocal. But when it comes to people that I really care about, and I feel like licks could attest to this to a certain extent. Like, yeah, it'd be kind of hard for me to like talk about my emotions. And yeah, you just kind of like shut. I down. just shut down, and that's why I think it's easy for me to cut people off mm-hmm. because it gets it, it gets to a point to where it's kind of like okay, I feel like I've tried to talk to you about my feelings to the best of my to, to the best capacity that I can, being the type of person that I am, and then you still don't respect it and you still don't care. So for me, the next step be to cut you off because I 
I'm already not a super emotional person. So what we not about to do is keep having the same conversation right. over and over about the same shit. Bitch, you just got to go. Or nigga, you just got to go. Because now I'm starting to feel like you don't respect You don't me. care. And you don't care. And now I'm to the point. So I think it's because I'm older, though. I think... I always talk about how I struggled with like identity issues. I didn't know who I was. I didn't feel like yeah. I, I felt like I didn't fit in with the white people because I was black. I didn't fit in with the black people because they felt like I quote unquote acted white. Right. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to be a bad bitch or if I wanted to be funny, not realizing bitch, you can do both. Mm-hmm. Like I was just always stuck in these weird places. So I felt like once I got confident in who I was and secure in who I was as mm-hmm. a person, I was like, okay, you know what, bitch, I don't need you. And I need to put myself first and I need to be a little more selfish. So I'm not a hundred percent there as far as being selfish. But now sometimes I get to the point where I'm like, okay, girl, I can't talk right now. I just don't have it in me. Mm -hmm. I don't have like some days I'll be thinking about my family and my nephews. I got a whole nephew. I haven't met yet. I'd be sad about that shit. I don't want to hear about your problems and your nigga and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think um, for me, I'm cool on friends. Like, what do you mean as far as making new friends? Yeah, like, I have some, like I said, I just made a new friend, a quote, I won't, I won't say friend, but, like, somebody I'm cool with, but stuff like that just kind of happens. But I feel like my circle right now is solid. As far as just, like, having somebody, like, just a new bestie or something, I feel like I'm cool on that. I feel like everybody around me right now is solid. They're all productive people. They're all cool, but... Just because I know this sounds sad, but I don't even have any more um, energy in me to get my heart broken by another friend. I'll take heartbreak. Oh, I feel that. I'll take heartbreak with niggas like a feather in the wind, bitch. Okay, miss one, next 15, one coming. I got so many niggas on deck. But every one of my friends are different. So when me and a friend fall off, I take that shit to heart. Like that shit really be hurting my feelings. Even, you even remember when me and Kellen kind of fell out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That shit really hurt my feelings. I was really fucking mad at that hoe. And I'm like, damn, but I kind of missed my friend. So it's like, now that we back cool and everything is cool, you know? I but mean, I used to tell you too. I used to be like, I feel like Kellen deserve another chance. Yeah, you did. I mean, everybody did. Lauren told me the same thing. She was like, bitch, okay, you was going too to hard. to me it's certain things. And that's another thing too. I feel like to me it's certain things where... You know, a person will do something to you. It don't matter if it was the first time, bitch. It's unforgivable. Right. But what it, I felt like it was just one. It was a misunderstanding. Yeah. But two, I hold my friends at such high standard. And, you know, me and Kellen, like our friendship is not new, but it's not like as deep as like, you know, let's say like me and Lauren's is. So, you know, me and Kellen were still in the stages of really getting to know each other mm-hmm. and being super close. So I feel like that's just growing pains with the relationships. But as far as like my inner circle now, it's like I'm cool because I don't have no more. I don't have no energy left in me to get my heart broken by a friend because mm-hmm. that shit is really devastating to me. Like when a nigga does something to me, it's a nigga. That's expected. Fuck you, niggas. Whatever. My feelings going to be hurt. But guess what? I got big pop on the line right now ready to fly me out. So I'm mm-hmm. good. But when a friend hurts my feelings, I'll be like, bruh, God damn. Like you supposed to be my bitch. Cause it just be like, it's damn. a different type of hurt. Yeah. Cause it be like, damn bitch. What the fuck? I thought we was, mm. I thought we was here. I thought, I we, thought we was here. Homie. Say homie. But then be you good. don't, it, it don't be like that. I would have to agree too, though. I feel like definitely it hurts a lot more when you get your feelings hurt. Um, by a friend than by a nigga. Because I feel the same way about these niggas generally too. Like, 
you a nigga come he gonna go mm-hmm. and it's just really what it is so it's like when one of my friends or somebody that i really be like oh this is my bitch and you do some fucked up ass shit to me that shit be crazy mm-hmm. and it don't be mm-hmm. no coming back from me like bitch, and, and i and i and i one thing i will say that i hate about myself that it's something that i probably should work on is that once i don't fuck with you i literally don't fuck with you for real mm-hmm. i can attest to because that somebody that I used to be cool with every time I run into them they be trying to be like hey and I be like hmm girl you know I don't fuck with you so let us know we're gonna move on from this topic because we got a lot of questions to read today we do so let us know how y'all feel about um you know moving on from friendships and how easy or hard is it for you to do that Mm -hmm. so next we gonna get into the the big so if y'all are fans of insecure I had tweeted something like two weeks ago. So y'all are going to understand this reference. I said, TSA Bay is the nigga that you accidentally let beat and they won't let it go. Yeah. So I tweeted that. It went viral and everybody was like, accidentally let beat. You hoes is crazy. Y'all be letting niggas fuck. Blah, 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 blah. So I want to talk today about accidentally letting the nigga beat because that happens. It happens often. It happens very fucking often. I mean, not often, often, but it does happen. I mean, shit, sometimes you slip and fall on some dick. You do. I could agree with that. So, I want to talk about a time that you accidentally let a nigga be. Oh, fucking brother. Just so I can give the people an example, and then we're going to talk about how to avoid it in the future for all of us. I feel like I let a nigga beat before just solely because I was drunk. Like outside of me being drunk, it wasn't a situation where it's like I would have ever had sex with that person Mm -hmm. or um, even flirted with them, engaged in any type of sexual behavior. Not probably even kiss if I wasn't drunk as fuck yeah so i feel like for me and and that's not the only situation that something like that has happened to me but i feel like for me every time that a situation happened where i fucked somebody that i woke up the next day and was like fuck i ain't mean to fuck that nigga or i shouldn't have fucked that nigga i was always drunk that's usually always what it is for me i've never accidentally let nobody beat and wasn't sober. under the influence absolutely oh not. let me tell y'all something because when i'm sober bitch i'm very calculated about my moves right. you know that i mean i guess for me i accidentally let this nigga be this year i won't say when and i'm just like mad about it because i accidentally let him beat twice and that's you can accidentally let somebody beat twice but how I did you let, accidentally let him because beat? i was so fucking horny i was so fucking horny and throwback bay wasn't acting right me and rapper bay wasn't fucking around at this time and i was just like oh i met him he seemed kind of cool mm-hmm. and it's like we chilled a couple times and you know it was cool but it's like now it's like okay you doing a lot it's mm-hmm. not ever gonna be this mm-hmm. it's never gonna be that like it's not gonna be no oh hey babe oh hey it's not we're not dating this is not what it is. And I'm like, now I'm to the point to where, how can I break this off? Because I don't want to go ghost on you. I don't want to just, you know, just straight up ignore you. But it's like, shit. I accidentally, I shouldn't have let you be. I went over there sober. And I was like, damn, I'm not going to have sex with this nigga. I'm just see what his vibes is like. Mm-hmm. But I was like, fuck it. And I got real drunk. And we had sex. And it was cool. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like but now. But you was drunk, so you was drunk. Like no, me. before I was drunk, I knew oh. I was like, mm, I'm not gonna let him be. But once I got there, I was like, I'm probably gonna let him be. You know, because I was like, you know, you gotta fill out the scenery. 
went over there. He had a nice little car. The house was nice. Okay. I said, okay, I can, I can give him a little something, something. I was just going to let him taste the coochie. So what made it accidental? Because I don't want to do it no more. Because if you went over there sober, that's what I, I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out about why was it an accidental beat? Like because if you went I over there sober and you seen the car, uh, you seen X, Y, and Z, and then you was like, okay, I'm gonna get drunk and I'm still gonna fuck this nigga because I'm horny. But you already had premeditated and you knew you was probably I gonna fuck him when you were sober. It was like a maybe, but it's an accident because no, it's a <laughs> yes, it is. It, let me tell you why it's an accident. It's an accident because I don't want him on my roster no more. Not no, because, that's not what an accidental be. It is. is an accident. It's a fucking accident. It was a mistake. I feel like accidental, accidentally letting a nigga beat is when you know immediately. <laughs> Damn, I, I fucked up. Why did I fuck this I did. nigga? That's what. The, that's all the accident. I'm not trying to be funny. I knew it was an accident when he was in the pussy, cause he was. Oh, this pussy so good, girl. I said, oh, but don't niggas say that a lot? Anyway. Yeah, but you don't know me, and I don't know you. Why is you crying in my ear about Garfield? <laughs> I know. Okay, Garfield got his tricks, but we was not pulling out the stops for you. So why is you in my pussy crying? weirdo oh i hate it here i'm very yeah. upset that i gave him some pussy so yeah, yeah he's an accident <gasps> what i just figured out who it was mm. the diner mm-hmm. god damn it <laughs> i just i just caught on i know and he just be texting me like oh i can't wait to get some of that good ass pussy again i just be like mm, mm. <laughs> and i'll be very upset y'all it's not funny drea i'll be very upset it's okay it is because we all done fucked some niggas that we didn't mean to fuck. I'm just or that after the fact, we was like, dang, why I fucked it? Even if it was months later. But although I do feel like a nigga who I regret fucking months later, it wasn't really accidental. Like, you done did some shit that done pissed me off to make me wish that I could just take you off my right. roster. He didn't do anything. But an accidental nigga is like the niggas that I really just immediately after yeah. or shortly after was like, dog, I should not have fucked this nigga or I didn't mean to. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm laughing at you because I know who yours is. It's the, a few niggas though. It ain't but, just one. No, I know it's not one, but I'm just thinking of the ones that I can think of oh, yeah. that I know. Yeah. But for me in this situation, it's just like he didn't do anything. He's actually very attractive. Um, he does well for himself, you know. But it's just like I guess. But then did you fuck him again? I told you I accidentally <laughs> fell twice, bitch. I, it's okay. I don't let niggas accidentally Damn. be twice. So it's well, okay. Well, I gotta bring up the facts. I'm, but it's, I'm not trying to embarrass you. I'm just asking because I done did that too. Yes, I slipped and fell on the dick twice. But like I said, <laughs> it can be an accident if you now if you go over like five times and it's, it's not, not an accident, accident no more. I had to go back for the second time and check to make sure that it that it wasn't it. You know, so I was like, oh no, this was an accident. You said five. I think after three times. Okay. <laughs> well, see, well, it was three times then, cause I let, <laughs> cause I let him beat that night, then I woke up, I let him beat again, and I then said, I went after back. After three. Oh, Blue so I'm hole. at three. I'm at three. Now, if you <laughs> fuck the fourth time, sis, you like that nigga. <laughs> no, but I'm not gonna lie, when we woke up the next morning, it was like, I let him beat, and I was like, oh my God, can you hurry up? I was ready to go home. You said that? I did. He was like, what, you don't want this dick? I was like, no. <laughs> And he just kept going. I was like, fuck it. Man, here goes some pussy. Damn. Take Aww. this shit. 
That's really sad. It's it's not sad. That is sad. Because <laughs> don't make it seem like it's sad. Because it makes it sound like it's kind of like rapey. It wasn't rapey. No, no, no. I'm saying sad for him. No. I think it's sad like when a nigga be fucking you and you be like, oh my God. Can I mean, don't get me up? wrong. His dick wasn't bad, but it's definitely not no like, who got some good dick? Rapper Bay. Rapper Bay has amazing dick. Throwback Bay has amazing dick. Like, that dick... I'll tell you right now, I've always said this on past podcasts before. When you really fuck with a nigga, especially when he a BDB, you don't tell him no. Anytime Rapper Bay asks yeah. for some pussy, oh, he's getting the pussy. There's no complaints. There's no nothing. He can say, hey, can you send me a picture? Done. Sent. You know, some niggas you just act right with. Mm-hmm. And you got to do what you going to do. I agree. It's certain niggas I don't tell no. I would never tell him no. I'm never going to tell him no. But yeah, it was just like, he's a cool guy. But and like I said, he did nothing wrong. He's attractive. He does well for himself. I want, I don't know if he's a BDB. He might be a, um, I don't know, a medium dick baller. So how can we stop letting niggas accidentally beat? What is the solution? <laughs> stop to fucking. The well, one, I have to stop fucking so soon, but I don't have time for that. I don't want to get to know you. I don't care where you grew up at. I don't care. Like I need to, but I need to stop doing that. I need to start getting to know people. Cause I bet if I would have hung out with this nigga for longer than three minutes and my $3, I would have known that I wouldn't have, didn't want to have sex with him. See my solution. Simple. I just got to stop getting drunk as fuck. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm never going to stop. Those drinking. are literally the only times I've ever accidentally fucked niggas that I did not, that I felt like you know what I, I would never have. It's fucked when before. you're drunk and when I'm extremely horny, I need to fuck my nigga on a consistent basis. That's when I start cheating. Cause that's when I cheated mm. in my relationship. When I first moved out here, mm-hmm. remember I cheated. Um, cause I just need to be dicked down. So I guess for me, it's a mixture because I be drunk, but then when I'm drunk, I get really horny. Oh, I know. Fucking yeah. brother. You are so annoying when you drunk. Mm-hmm. You start humping on everything. Even Kiki. I said, <gasps> run, Kiki, run. Lex. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the vodka, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, yes. Let I us do. Know. I be all up in Kiki's face. Let us know <laughs> if you've ever let a man accidentally a beat. Okay? So, now we're going to get into the bop. Hey. The bop. Hey. The bop. Hey. What's your bop, sis? Okay. So, y'all know I have been in my alternative mood lately. And uh-huh. that's all I've been listening to. So, this song is not a new song at all. It actually came out in 2018. But, um... If you like my Grey's Anatomy playlist, I think I posted it, but I'll post up my Grey's Anatomy playlist in the bio. But um, this song is called Give Me the Night by Foy. And it's just such like, it's like the type of song you would listen to if you and your man are like outside gazing at the stars and y'all are just like romantically kissing. It's just like one of those feel good songs and you just want to be in love and you're just in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like not every song is about fucking and sucking dick and getting your pussy ate and putting that thing down, flipping it and reversing it. Like sometimes said every song was about that. Well, no, a lot of people like when they feel like when you're making out to the song is going to lead to that. This is a song that you really don't need to fuck to. You just kiss to this song. This is not that song that turns into getting your back beat in. This is a song that you kiss romantically under the blue corn moon do you feel what i'm saying no have you ever heard the wolf cry in the blue corn moon thank you kiki kiki (laughs) see 
You your ass always gotta take it too far. You and know, then Kiki always gotta egg the shit on. But you know how it is when you chill. You ain't never chill with a nigga under the blue corn moon. Bitch, no. Yes, you have. I literally ain't never chill with a nigga under the blue corn. What the fuck do the blue corn moon look like? like? The blue, you know what the blue corn moon is. No, we don't. Now see, Kiki was agreeing with you at first. Now she like, bitch, okay. I'm well, I, I definitely hung out with a nigga under the blue corn moon and this is the song I play. So my bop of the week is called Give Me the Night by Foy. F-O-Y. Mm. Your turn. <laughs> I don't have a bop. Oh, fucking brother. Okay, we got we shit to shout do. out. Um, Lil Yachty just came up with a new album. <laughs> oh LB3. God. And I've been hearing great things about it. So, you know, we can shout him out. Of course you want to shout him rapper. out. Atlanta rapper. Up and coming. You know, we stand for all black men on the show. Shout out to Yachty. Shout out to Yachty. Shout out to Yachty. Yeah, Lil Bo 3 just came out. I haven't got a chance to listen to it, but I'll go ahead. Damn, it's 19 songs on that motherfucker. It is. It's a lot of songs. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, but it's only 54 minutes. So I'll listen to it. I'll give it a listen to this week and then I'll do a little review on it next week. Yes. Um, okay, so we gonna get what else we got? The questions, right? I'm a beat show dirty ass. Ooh, I can't yes, wait to turn these phone microphones off. Um, okay, so I'll go first. Uh if my phone will work. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. Okay. Actually, you go first. Read the bottom one, the very, very bottom one. I'm sorry. My phone not working. Um, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, Hey ladies, so we all know what BDB stands for and we and what we expect. But what if they don't really have a big dick? What if they're a LBD? Do we still fuck with them? Do they still get the title? Have y'all ever dealt with this? I want to know if we're supposed to fake it for the bag or move the fuck on. Thanks for reading this. Best regards. This is from Shatice. Um, I mean, honestly, all BDBs not going to have the best dick. When well, I, she said BD. Right. So she said, what if they're a little dick baller? Yeah, like, but I feel like baller, your dick ain't got to be super big for you to have good dick. I don't, I personally am at an age where I don't really like like super big dicks. I like girthy ones. Well, honestly, when I say big dick baller, I don't even care about the dick. I'm more concerned about the baller part. I mean, same, but I guess mainly I feel that way as well. But she's asking about what if they don't have a big dick. Girl, who cares? Get, get your bag, sis. Yeah, I feel like that really shouldn't matter, sis. Long as the bag, not little. Mm-hmm. That's the, the main dick thing. Don't matter. Sorry, I just deleted it while you were in there. <laughs> okay, uh, go to this one here. Okay. Hello, Lex and Drea. I love the show. You both really keep me laughing. So my question is related to a topic you guys recently talked about. So my cousin and her husband always come to our family gatherings pre-quarantine with to-go plates. And they always end up eating all the food and drinking up all the drinks without really bringing anything. So my mama is trying to plan the next gathering post-quarantine. And she's saying that if they don't contribute, they can't come. I really want my family to be there. What are your thoughts? Um, I feel like you need to let them know they need to contribute that's yeah easy I, yeah that's feel, real easy i feel like um 
whenever you send out the invite, be like, hey, y'all, we're having a family gathering Saturday at seven. It, just bring your favorite liquor or bring some food. Just bring something. We Everybody going to bring something. So just treat it like a potluck. You know yes, what I'm saying? bitch, you sucking us dry. Y'all need to bring some shit. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily be like, okay, bitch, don't come unless you bring something. No, yeah. just be like, hey, make sure you bring some liquor or make sure you bring some food. So yeah. Send I, it on the invite, right? Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's an easy solution. So yeah, because ladies and gentlemen, like I told y'all, stop showing up to these parties empty-handed unless they specify that you don't need to bring anything. Anytime you go to anybody's house and they're having to get together, you always supposed to bring something. It's just the yeah, nice I feel like thing. You, even do. if they don't say something, you should still ask right of course so yeah just tell her hey bring some liquor all right okay so y'all i'm sorry we behind on questions so that's why we trying to run through these and give y'all some advice mm -hmm. to move on okay so it says hey ladies please leave me anonymous i am 29 years old and i have never been i have never been in a relationship over a year i've had a lot of issues growing up that caused me to come off as cold and heartless in most relationships because people always come and go so i don't like to get too attached this is backfiring, especially when it comes to this guy that I like. He has everything I want in a man. He treats me so well. He has brought up to me that I come off as selfish and don't show affection. He says he likes everything else about me. How can I show him for affection and connect with him better? I don't want to lose him and I want, and I want to make him feel special, even when in quarantine. Thank you. Love your podcast. Well, I'll just say this because I'm a softie. So I'll just say this. Falling in love and dating, your feelings gonna get hurt. It just comes with the territory. So it's like, it's just a, it's just a part of being in a relationship. You're gonna get hurt. You're not always gonna be happy. Yeah, girl, you sound like me. Cause that's kind of, I feel like that kind of sounds like me a lot. Um, cause people, guys that I be dating be thinking I'm cold and heartless too. Um, I just feel like you have, to, that's just something that you honestly just have to work on within yourself because mm -hmm. it's like, if that's just really you as a person, it's something that you have to work on to change. Just like with anything else about you that you feel like you want to change or you want to become better at, you have to diligently work towards it. Yeah. So I just feel like you need to just try to be more affectionate, try to be more open because honestly, in the long run, the situation is not going to end up turning out how you want it to turn out if he's an affectionate person and you not and you're not giving him what he wants he just gonna go find somebody who's gonna right. give him what he wants i feel like falling in love is always a risk but you know there what's the what's the saying without no risk what, no no, no risk i'm mean, no risk no risk no reward right exactly so the I greater feel, the risk the greater the reward right exactly so i feel like if you feel like he's worth it just try it open up your heart and guess what if it doesn't work out it happens we've all had our heart broken before and it's not going to be easy but if you get your heart broken at least you know that you tried and you gave your effort so i say sis fuck it you like this nigga let your walls down let that man love you girl i agree because i feel like i just recently in the past year of my life started opening up a little bit more or to like nigga that I be a nigga that I be dating or whatever and it's like the worst thing that can happen with you opening up to a nigga and telling him how you feel and putting it all on the table is him like turning you down mm -hmm. or just telling you no but at least if he turn you down and tell you no or he don't feel the same way or you feel stupid after the fact at least you put it out there so at least you're not gonna always have them thoughts about well what would have happened if I would have said this or what if I would have right, said right. that so yeah okay you wanna read this one Yes. So, yeah. This one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, ladies. Okay. 
Hey ladies, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm so happy that I came across y'all's YouTube channel. You two are the best. I enjoy watching your YouTube channel as well as listening to your podcast. I enjoy all of you guys' topic, topics and segments, especially about the music and the bops. So I recently have been noticing that I come across as rude when I really could have just let some fuckboys be. For example, as I was checking out the store... As I was checking out of the store, the guy at the register asked me for my ID and I was buying some lotto tickets that, and I was out of state and I said, okay, but how old do you have to be to buy the lotto tickets? He stated in this state, we check IDs if you look under 40. I said, oh, okay, cool. He proceeded to say, so yeah, that's like me giving you a compliment. In my mind, I was like, boy, shut the fuck up. I actually told him, oh, okay. Y'all, then he said again, it's like a compliment. So I grabbed my stuff and my receipt and said whatever and left. Like that shit ain't sent right with me. Did this nigga really think I was finna say thank you to a half-assed compliment? What y'all think? Typical me. I started to feel bad afterwards, but I really need to start not caring how people feel. It, well, fuck boys in parentheses feel. Love you guys a lot. Keep being yourselves and living life. Um, I feel like as women, we go through that. And we don't owe people to be nice. I get it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, I hate when I'm like pumping my gas. Smile, baby girl. Oh, yeah. Why you got that? A lot of times, men, they, they're fucking worrisome and they're annoying. So I get it. So yeah. what I've learned to do, because honestly, I feel like it takes more energy worrying about something and let somebody getting over my skin. So now I just smile and I say thank you. And I let it be known that that's all, that's yeah. all you're getting out of me. You're, you can get a thank you out of me and that's it because I feel you, sis. But like I said, I noticed myself getting upset when men would speak to me, when men would look at me and it would really fucking ruin my whole day. So I stopped doing that and I just start, I just say thank you and I move on with my day. So a lot of times people speak to me, hey, baby girl, you fine as hell. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? Thank you. I don't even care. I don't even, they can say hello. Thank you. I don't even, because I'm, I'm not even listening, but I'm just saying thank you because you're not going to be another person that's walking around saying, oh, black women are mean because of me. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it doesn't give a lot of energy just to say thank you and keep it pushing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Because I'm definitely a, like that a lot. And I agree with Lex. Like when I was younger, I used to get very annoyed by shit like that. But then also too, girl, you know, I'm sure that you're a beautiful girl. So if you're a pretty girl, then you have to understand like niggas is gonna... They gonna wanna holler. Yeah, they gonna wanna holler. They gonna be being overly friendly and shit. And you might be out of their league and stuff like that. But that's still not gonna stop niggas from trying. Like niggas are gonna try. But when you get to a point to where you just like, okay, I'm not gonna let like stupid ass shit like like these affect my day like Lex said the nicest thing you could do is just say thank you just say and thank keep you it and keep moving it and if a nigga keep trying you or whatever then I always go to the approach where I just let them know okay straight up I'm not interested mm -hmm. or I got a boyfriend right 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 and just leave it at that you know what I mean but it's not no it's not no no need to be necessary to somebody who's not even a big part of your life who you probably not gonna never even see again all right I agree so. I agree okay so this says call me Jax oh that's my nephew name <clears throat> Okay, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. How do I balance being an independent bitch with all my own shit and getting these niggas to cut a check or offer to help? I'm quick to be like, I got it because I'm used to handling shit, but I need to come off more damsel in distress-ish. Help. 
I have trouble asking because I don't like being told no or being disappointed. I'm quick to tell a nigga I don't need you. Help, sis. I need to make a man feel more like a man. As my good sis Dread would say, at the end of the day, help me tap into this divine feminine energy, this pussy energy. Love the show, y'all the shit, period. I'll let you go first because I know you itching to give us some advice, bitch. Only because it's so crazy. All of the questions that y'all sending us today sound like me. Like it's oh my like, god, it sound like the type of person that I am. I definitely am like that. Lex has had to really show me throughout the years that like you have to learn to kind of be okay with like sometimes just being soft and letting the nigga feel like you mm -hmm. need him. Like niggas love to feel like you need them. No, you don't want to seem like in the words of our fave case. You don't want to feel like you don't want to seem like a big. You Bundy. Like you a begging like, ass Yeah, bitch. you don't want to be begging a nigga or just coming off too damn needy and stuff. But niggas actually really like to feel needy. They like to feel wanted. They like to feel appreciated. As much as us as women feel like we don't want to be clingy and stuff like that, men like affection. And let me tell y'all something. I take care of myself. I pay my own bills. Right. I'm very independent. But... I don't I don't let these niggas know that. For what? Yeah. So you can just be like, oh yeah, I like this shit. Boy, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I'm short on rent. I got three dollars. I don't say it like that, but you know what I'm saying. I feel like closed mouths don't get fed. If you it's good to be an independent woman. It's good, but you don't have to showcase that for everybody. You know that, and that's good enough. And like I've said before, I think I've said this before in the past as well. You don't necessarily like if you need things or if it's certain things that you want, it's different approaches to trying to get what you want. Right. You don't have to necessarily always ask because sometimes just straight out asking do make you seem like you needy or you mm -hmm. you want too much. I personally like to use the approach of insinuation. Yeah, I always insinuate. I'll be like, oh, you like these? You know, just let a That's nigga know sometimes. It always you, works. Well, or just let, or when I say insinuate, I'm more so meant like if it's no, if you know that it's something specific that you want or you got going on in your life and you really need some money for it or you need a nigga to do some shit for you, um, I would just try to talk about it and then also make it seem like I'm about to do it myself. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of the time, if a nigga got the means to do it for you and you tell him this is something that you was about to do, a lot of the time you'll be surprised he'll offer to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. But he ain't going to know if you don't say anything. Don't ever feel like, you know, we always love to act stressed. That always works Bitch, for I'm me. I'm always in the stress. I'm always in the stress, <laughs> honey. So, yeah, don't be shy. And don't, like I said, being independent is a very amazing thing. But like I said, you don't, is, you don't yeah. always have to let these niggas know that you I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D. E-N-T because niggas don't want a lot of especially sis if you looking for a BDB are you trying to fuck with a BDB BDBs really don't be liking that type of shit all the time right they want to feel like you need them for something mm -hmm. if they wanted a bitch who was like super super independent or whatever the case may be they would probably be dating somebody that's nine sometimes seen on their level mm -hmm. okay so this is the last one I think we are gonna do because we done did a lot today we done <laughs> Okay, so this says, hey, ladies, my name is Ari. I'm a 23-year-old slim, thick college graduate who is looking to move to Atlanta this summer. My question is, what places should I go to be in the scene? I'm very shy at first and terrible at making friends, but once I get to know someone, I really open up. Any advice on budgeting for the move and what are some great areas to live in without having to play? Pay crazy buckhead prices. Love the show. You are both such an inspiration to me. P.S. I'm moving from Charlotte to Atlanta. Thank you so much, Ari the Stallion. I know that's right, Ari the Stallion. Um, honestly, if you want to live in Atlanta, there's no cheap 
place to live honestly i'm the cheapest bitch in atlanta my apartment still ain't that cheap so it's yeah. like uh if you want to live in the city like in atlanta you're not gonna find a one bedroom that's like livable and that's nice that's gonna be under like twelve thirteen hundred dollars and that's just me being honest mm-hmm. atlanta is a growing city it's just crazy out here you can probably find a two-bedroom if you have a roommate for mm-hmm. like seventeen eighteen hundred you know what i'm saying but yeah, one bedroom, you're not going to find anything less than $1,200, $1,300. As far as budgeting, um, I didn't budget, bitch. I packed up my bags and I moved in with Drea. So I ain't got but no advice. But you had me. So that That's is what I'm saying. So you, 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 you can take that one. Tell her how to budget, girl. I mean, I can't, to be honest, though, I can't really tell her how to budget either. Um, I, when I moved here, I had got laid off from my job, maybe like, six months six months or so or maybe seven months before i moved to atlanta so um i had had a sever i got a severance package from my job so i had a decent amount of money in my savings but then also i'm literally moved here with a roommate so I feel like maybe that could be something that maybe you could visit as well. You know what I mean? Is moving out here with a friend. Like maybe I don't know if you have some some friends who want to move to Atlanta or who wouldn't mind moving out here with you. Or maybe when you get here, just trying to find you a roommate. Because I feel like that's how I made it out here, honestly. Mm-hmm. The first year that I was living here was because I had a roommate. So my expenses weren't that high. And I was making really, really good money because I was working like two jobs in the club. I had two different bartending jobs at the time. So, yeah, girl, I'm not going to lie, but I probably shouldn't have, I probably should have saved way more money than I did when I moved here. And that's so why I said I can't give you no advice on budgeting because I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I probably had like about a good $8,000 in my savings when I moved to Atlanta. But within like the first three weeks that I was living here, I spent all that shit because mm-hmm. I had to buy, I, I literally had to buy everything brand new. I was very lucky that I had a BDB at the time that bought my furniture. So I was lucky enough to find a job um i think two weeks after i moved here mm-hmm. but that was just that really, shit is ex- furniture is expensive furniture is expensive as fuck i literally spent damn near all my savings buying all the shit that i needed for me and my roommate for the shit that for our apartment or whatever and so i was just fortunate enough to find a job two weeks after moving here and that's why i was okay but i should have saved way more money and as far as being on the scene um I feel like it's just all like you just got to meet people. There's no like place you can go to be in the scene. It's just like people roll with people and it just kind of happens. You know, Atlanta what I'm is definitely a who's who's. It's definitely a who's city, who's though. city. It's definitely very mixy, but there's nowhere you can just go like, like Insta Blue is super fucking mixy. But if you don't know who to talk to or know who to mm-hmm. go to, you're not just going to be in Insta Blue and be popping. You know what I'm saying? Or be around the popping people. Yeah. So they it's just don't like, even let you in. <laughs> I mean, don't get in anybody can get in the instant blue that ain't true not on sunday not on saturday and sunday night i ain't never been turned i ain't never seen nobody I ain't get never turned. been turned around myself but they gonna make you wait if you don't have no name i have never seen that happen i've seen it well maybe because i be with my bdb every time i go I've i don't know but like i said there's no it's atlanta is super mixy so that's just really on you to make your connection with the people that you need to connect with um always use social media that's what i always say for people but atlanta is just mixy and it's not hard to meet people out here because everybody friendly if they feel like you you can do something for them mm-hmm. so that's really what it's about mm-hmm. people what can feeling you do? like you've been official like yeah what, what do you bring to the table how can i how can you help me so i can help you but you also got to be real realize sometimes too that them ain't always the friends that you want yeah that's not always the friends that you want but it'll i mean if you want to be mixy it'll get you on the scene though 
It will. Um, so yeah, so make sure if y'all want y'all's question answered, y'all email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. Now, next week, I said this last week, um, we're not in the studio this week, but we will be back in there Monday. I confirmed with DJ Scream today. We will be back in the studio next week. So I want to do our Q and A segment. So make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com and make the type, make the subject Q and A. Yeah. This is for y'all to ask us questions, like personal questions about us that you want us to answer. Like, for example, mm-hmm. um, what, where did you grow up at? Um, what kind of niggas you like? Like little stuff like that, like personal questions to get to know us. What's your degree in? Yeah, like, like stuff like how that. How did y'all meet? Yeah, stuff like that. So, um, we're gonna do a whole segment, a Q and A segment next week on our episode. So make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail and make the subject Q and A. And y'all, y'all can literally ask us anything y'all want to ask. And because we doing a Q and A, I would definitely try to be more open. open, More open. I know most of these questions are going to be about asking you shit and they're going to be asking us like plastic surgery questions yeah I, I definitely feel that way but yeah so I just want to let y'all know because I know sometimes we do get emails where people will be like oh I feel like Drea don't be always being transparent or I want y'all to be more both sometimes both of us to be more open about certain things so if it's anything specific that you want to know about go ahead and ask it and I'll do my best to answer your questions for you yes and make sure y'all stay safe corona is still out there and kicking um keep protesting keep donating uh keep reposting and raising awareness to everything that's going on right now black lives matter i'll put a bunch of links in the bio again today thank y'all so much for tuning in yes thank y'all we will so be much. back in action next week with the YouTube on video on video yes and um yeah we'll see y'all next week bye y'all bye